welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. First Kings describes the conclusion of Solomon's life by saying, For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. One of the reasons we call the Bible holy is because it never blinks at the defects of its heroes. Its portraits do not smooth out wrinkles, but with absolute fidelity show all the faults. Where else are there records of the people's heroes which tell their sins without apology or reticence? The Old Testament histories are not written to tell Israel's glories or even to recount its histories, but to tell God's dealings with Israel. The verses tell the black story of Solomon's apostasy. From the scriptures, it would seem he tried to halt between two opinions. Without fully abandoning the worship of Jehovah, he yet became involved in honoring strange gods. So there, on Olivet's southern ridge, right opposite the temple, stood three idolatrous altars, and there the king worshipped. And as he did, he would have a crowd of imitators. Solomon's unrestrained and monstrous polygamy sapped his manhood and his principles, darkened his clear spirit, blinded his keen eye, and turned a youth of lofty aspiration and a manhood of noble accomplishment into an old age without dignity, reverence, or calm. All his wisdom was worth little if it could not keep him master of himself. God means that reason should govern passions and desires, and that conscience should govern our whole spirit and soul, and be governed by his will. Another lesson is that until the very end of life, a fall is possible. This ship went down, the voyage was nearly over. In sight of port, it struck the unyielding rocks, although surely not because there were no lighthouses. What pathetic warnings lies in that phrase when Solomon was old. After so many years of high aims, so many temptations overcome with such habits of wisdom and kingly nobility. After such prayers and visions, he fell. And if he fell, who can be sure of standing? No length of life spent in holy thoughts and service secures us against the possibility of disastrous fall. Only one thing does, as Solomon's father wrote, Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe. Well, it's not ours to pronounce Solomon's final condition, but he stands on the pages of Bible history, a sad, ruined figure, and as such, he is a warning to all of us, young and old alike, to take heed that the cares of life and the corrosive rust of years do not tarnish the luster of early consecrations or make us cynically ashamed of the unselfishness of our early spirituality. Surely one of our saddest sights is an old man whose youthful enthusiasm for goodness and belief in the excellence of wisdom have withered, leaving him a hard citizen of the world or a gross sensualist. Better the early days when he was obscure and poor and believed in wisdom and in the God of wisdom than the late ones when worldly success has spoiled him. How gravely, as with the voice of an indictment drawn from heaven, the aggravations of Solomon's crime are set out. He had sinned against the Lord who had appeared to him twice, once in his useful vision and once after the completion of the temple, and had commanded him concerning the very sin that he had done. Sin is made more sinful by the abundance of God's favors and the plainness of his commands. 
The sentence God passed on this errant king, it seems to have been received in sullen silence and to have wrought no suffering or change, like all God's threatening. It was spoken that it might not be inflicted. If Solomon had repented, judgment could have been mitigated. But he was too far gone to be stopped, though he had God's own word for it that he is ruining his kingdom by his sin. Has God ever spoken likewise to you, friend? How strange it is that people will put out their hands to grasp their sins, even though they have to stretch across the flame and smoke of the pit for them. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.